Hey, listener, this is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We are actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to UpMyInfluence.com slash guest. Let's get on with the show. With us right now, Carrie Ann Golliver. Carrie Ann, you are in beautiful Colorado. You are the owner of Franchise Logic. You're found on the web at franchise-logic.com. Carrie Ann, thanks so much for joining us. Hey there. So happy to be here. You have been in the franchise world for quite some time, for 14 years. You've been helping out folks. And so tell me, Carrie Ann, from your perspective, if you've seen a lot and you've evidently helped a lot of people um, in the franchise world, uh, why franchises? Yeah, well, that's a great question. Um, franchising is the best place to be, in my opinion. Uh, what people don't actually realize is that franchising is not really an industry. So it is not affected by a pandemic. It's not affected by a recession. Actually, when the economy is in pain, franchising soars, which uh, surprises people. But here's the thing. Franchising is just simply a methodology to conduct business. So that's really why franchising can weather any storm out there today. Well, you know, and speaking of which, I think if we look at the past 12 plus months, um, you know, some people could look at this and say, wow, well, you know, if you've got this type of business, it's been a little tougher, right? It's, you know, there's been some challenges. However, there have been some enormous opportunities that have opened up. And I would imagine that there are several franchisors that have great uh, franchise opportunities that, boy, I, I hope you're in because it's been a good 12 months. And guess what? There's going to be lots of opportunity. What what have you seen in terms of movement? Yeah, that's that's actually a great point that you make because what we really realized even during uh, really the the middle of the pandemic when there was still so much uncertainty yeah. of what was going on, I had a banner of a year because people were really forced to self-reflect and say, am I really happy with my career? Am I really fulfilled with what I'm doing? Am I tired of renting out my time and my talent to build wealth for others? And do I now feel like it's the right time to do it for me? And because franchising has such high success because it's a proven model. I mean, what you're buying is you're buying a business in a box. Yeah. It's a plug and play and you're executing their proven blueprint. Uh, people love that they can mitigate their risk with the franchise. So, you know, while I actually, Josh, still had people that move forward with brick and mortar in the middle of a pandemic, um, I had a woman in Austin who moved uh, forward with three nail and waxing salons. Um, I had another gentleman that moved forward with um, a, uh, it's basically a pet, a pet supermarket, pet store, mm -hmm. uh, food, toys, grooming, that sort of stuff. That was not the masses last year, obviously. Yes. What people really wanted to gravitate towards um, and what we're seeing a huge trajectory growth for probably the next three to five years is home services. Because here's what oh, yeah. happened. 
So in May and June of last year, a year ago this time, Josh, we were all still in lockdown looking at our bank accounts saying, gosh, where'd all this extra money come from, right? Well, it was because we were in lockdown. We weren't going out to eat. We weren't going on vacations. We were not doing anything. Therefore, we had additional discretionary income. And so where were people spending 99.99% of their time in their homes? So they said, it's time to remodel the kitchen. It's time to get new flooring. It's time to make my dream man cave garage happen, right? Because who knows where we're going to be in another three months. So that's where literally the franchises were flying off the shelves. You, you know, better believe and, it. we did. We redid two rooms in our house. You know, we weren't go. going on vacation. <laughs> you're you're yeah. absolutely right. And I think that really the pandemic, in some ways, I don't have a crystal ball, but I really feel like it is. It has changed the way that people are going to continue moving forward in their new normal. And it's mm-hmm. very different. We're never going to go back to the world that we were in before. No. Right? It's just, right. it's changed forever. And it's so nice. I mean, even though, yes, the pandemic was full of uncertainty, it was so refreshing for me to go on a walk in my neighborhood and see dads and boys playing softball and, and frisbee and spending time together because maybe their fathers were always road warriors, right? So I think like it's bringing us back to the basics of what truly makes us joyful and happy and really letting go the things that no longer serve us. And franchising is an amazing investment vehicle, just like real estate, just like the stock. But guess what? You're going to have a much greater control of your outcome with a franchise investment that you ever would in the stock market. And in many cases, a much higher ROI And you're the boss. You're now in control. You now have the authority to make your own decisions. You're building an asset that's yours, that you could create a legacy for your family down the road. Um, You're keeping the majority of the margin. You have tax benefits being a business owner. So um, especially also, I wanted to mention, Josh, a lot of females, mothers who were forced to choose between their job or taking care of their children, because let's face it, childcare evaporated during COVID. Well, guess what? Now they don't have to choose. Now they can be someone who participates in providing income to the family, has a purpose, has a vision, has something that's her own, and still be present in her children's lives. It's amazing. Yeah, now that was definitely going to get into, um, you know, because on your website, uh, franchise-logic.com, I saw that you've done a lot of great work with women. So, you know, I, before we get into that, I, I really wanted to talk about risk, right? And so most franchises have been around for more than 10 years. I, I, like I even say the statistic on your website, 90% of franchise operations are in business for 10 plus years. So um, when you buy into a franchise, um, you're, you're buying a system that's been tested, it's been proven, it's been vetted, it works. It works already because when you go into business for yourself without that system and you have to create this stuff all from scratch, good luck because you know, building systems is not the same as, well, I'm really good at home restoration. That's great if you're really good at home restoration, but that's not a business system. Business systems, those are completely unique 
skill sets to develop those. And a lot of times those systems are perfected through being battle tested. Yes. And so these are just some of the advantages. But listen, I, I would love your take, Carrie Ann, on you know why a franchise is just a safer path than yeah. creating it from scratch. Well, and I can speak to that because back in 1997, started a family business with my sister and my brother-in-law, literally in the basement of their house. Mm. And we started a swamp cooling repair business. And for those of you that don't know what a swamp cooler is, you know, it's it's considered a poor man's air conditioning unit. We love it here in Colorado because we have such dry air. It's kind of nice to add that moisture in the air for us while they're cooling down the house. But that swamp cooling repair and maintenance business morphed into a full-blown handyman service hmm. because we realized, well, we, we actually listened uh, with a caring ear to our community that said, Hey, great. You fixed my swamp cooler. Do you know anyone could do carpentry? What about plumbing? What about, you know, doing this? And it just happened over and over and over. So we literally created a business based on what our community was saying there was a need for, and, you know, really blew it up to a multimillion dollar business. And then someone came to us and said, you guys should think about franchising your business. And I gotta be telling you, in the basement days, nobody cared if we were successful. Yeah. My banker didn't care if I was successful. My attorney didn't care. I mean, my dad even was like, when are you going to go get a real job? You know, and it's like, what are you talking about? Like, this is our job. This is, you know, we have customers. We're hiring people in our community. And it was, you know, it was a, it was difficult, um, you know, to get trademarked, to get a logo, hundreds of thousands of dollars, right? I mean, mm-hmm. the people just don't even think about that are important to have. But we were successful. We ended up franchising our business in the latter part of 2001. We were the top rated handyman franchise for a couple decades. And two years ago, September, Ace Hardware acquired us. Oh my gosh. Wow. Congratulations. Okay, so a magical ride. But let me just tell you, it's much easier when you can partner with someone who has already done the battle test, right? Because yeah. that's why you buy a franchise. Their job, the franchisor, is to be your business partner every day, all the time to make sure you're successful because that's the only way that they're going to continue to grow and expand. It really is a business marriage. You come full circle. So when you're involved with a the franchisor, they've already made all the mistakes, and they were like, yeah, that doesn't work. Okay, that doesn't work. We need to tweak this. We need to adjust this. So when you buy it, it's ready to go, baby, right? I mean, you're going to just execute the operations, the marketing, the technology, the training, the HR, the sport. It's already figured out for you. Um, and so that's why franchising is so successful. Um, and it doesn't matter if it works in Colorado, it's going to work in California. If it works in California, it's going to work in Wisconsin. Um, and so... That's why people like the idea of franchising is they don't have to be the visionary. They don't have to have a pile of money to start something from scratch. It's speed to market. Mm. Yeah. So um, now I'm curious, um, who makes a really good uh, potential client for you or someone that you can work with? Are they, do they have any experience, experience in business? Uh, Are they just kind of burnt out working in corporate America? Like what have you noticed? Yeah, most of the people, uh, there's a couple different categories of people. 
I have done quite a few number of placements with people that have been involved in family-based businesses. So they grew up in a family business. They worked in the family business. They know the business ownership is hard. It's not rainbows and unicorns every day. (laughs) And they really understand business. I also work with people who are in corporate America that say, I love my job, but I'm looking for something that's going to fill the gap. Um, make me satisfied, allow me to build something that's tangible that I can leave behind for my children. Um, Or I'm tired of working for my boss. I mean, pre-COVID, a lot of the complaints were I'm tired of being a road warrior. You know, I'm tired of, it's not glamorous to travel all the time and sleep in a hotel. I want to sleep in my own bed with my own family. I want to be more present with my family. I want to stop missing the soccer games. I want to be there for these milestones. Um, I had people in corporate that hadn't gone on family vacations in over six years. Hmm. Their family went and they stayed behind and work mm-hmm. because they were afraid oh. if they went on vacation, they would come back to no job. That's like, I mean, so people think that their job is their safety net. I say it's your drag net, right? I mean, let's, you know, there are people also that are just have always dreamt about being a business owner, yeah. but they just don't know where to go, what franchise is the right fit, what are the steps required. So the franchisor is going to fill in the gaps. You don't have to have an MBA. You don't even have to have a high school degree to be a successful franchise owner. You Mm -hmm. have to be able to follow a process, a proven executive blueprint, and they tell you what to do, when to do it, how to do it. And they're there for you when you have questions. And as long as you can follow that recipe, there's no reason why you would not be wildly successful. Now, if you buy a franchise and you say, I'm going to rewrite the ops manual, mm-hmm. I'm going to change the marketing tactics, I'm not going to follow the hiring practices, you're yeah. going to have a very different outcome. Yep. And it's usually not going to be better than the proven tested model. That's right. When you go, you're on your own. <laughs> Get off of the reservation. Yeah. You're in big trouble. Yeah. yeah. You know, one thing obviously as well is that, you know, when you work with, um, you know, again, Carrie Ann, with you, you, you've got connections. So, you know, one thing that's going to come up, obviously, is financing and funding. Um, so, you know, there's going to be an investment uh, to, to get going with the franchise. I mean, you're just <laughs> now, and I know that that investment can vary. Maybe you could talk about some of the um, individual franchises that are out there and kind of what that range is. But then, you know, again, how you can help them get that financing and funding so that they can start the business of their dreams. Yeah. And I'm certainly not a funding expert, nor do I want to be. I'm a franchise matchmaking expert, but yes, I absolutely have connections because funny how money comes into the picture when we're talking to people about possibly investing in a franchise. So there's a myth out there that you have to be rich in order to afford a franchise. Uh, Couldn't be really any truth to that. All my candidates that I work with, our goal is that we spend as little of your own money as possible because in my opinion, smart business, people use OPM, other people's money. That's why they have money, Mm -hmm. right? So smart debt service. Smart debt service means you're going to have some debt that's smart because it's going to grow your overall wealth, not bad debt where you're going to, you know, go on a shopping spree at Nordstrom's for hundreds of thousands of dollars, right? So, um, we can connect all of our candidates to the top two tier funding resources in our country. 
That's just how I roll. And they help people understand all the rules and regulations surrounding self-funding for not just a franchise business, but also for any small business. And so what people don't realize is their 401k or their IRA that they have built up working for corporate America and working for the man, that those dollars, they they can actually borrow a portion of those dollars to themselves, tax-free and penalty-free to go into business, tax-free and penalty-free. So it's called the ROBS program, which stands for Rollover for Business Startup. Hmm. Um, and it's quite popular. Um, it's completely legal. And our funding experts walk all my candidates through just to explain that option. Another great option now is stock uh, bond portfolio loans, because um, we know the stock market is, you know, just really rocky right now. And when they look at what kind of ROI percentage they're getting on their stocks and bonds versus what they would get if they put it into this business over a period of time, it becomes a no brainer. And so they can do a stock portfolio loan. They call up their Edward Jones or their Charles Schwab's or whoever and say, Hey, I want a stock portfolio loan for this amount. They get to earn interest, Josh, on their own stock portfolio loan and use that money to go into business. So they benefit from both sides and very cheap interest rate. It's like the lowest loan you could possibly get. You can also get a small business loan. It's the government. It's expensive. It's, you know, attached to prime. So you're never going to really know what your uh, loan payment is due every month. Nobody, here's the thing. Nobody just strikes a check, no matter what your net worth is pays for a franchise in cash because that's not what smart business people do. No, so right. in today's climate, 30% of a down payment, just like if you were going to go buy a car or a home, 30% mm-hmm. is what's going to be expected of your all in. So what's also important for people to know is the all in equals the franchise fee, which is a one-time fee. Uh, that basically buys you the licensed trademark rights to expand in your geographic desired area. And then you obviously have to have fixed and variable costs to get the business up and operating. So franchise fee plus three months of working capital is what we consider all in. So 30% of that needs to come out of your pocket, whether it's your 401k, your IRA, stock portfolio loans, savings, a home equity line, whatever. And then the rest can be covered by the remaining debt services. Yeah, yeah, excellent. So, now, yeah, you know, what 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 kind of range do you see on that? Like, what's what's some of the the le- the lesser expensive franchises that you can get into, and what are some of the big ones? Yeah, well, you know, I have a very broad scope to feed everybody's yeah. appetite, um, and everybody's spending tolerance is different, right? Uh, depending on their current situation, so. I represent some of the best franchises that are under six figures all in. So that's under 100,000 all in, all the way up to 3.5 million, right? And everywhere in between. So there's three basic categories. Uh, There's simple retail. Those are franchises that are going to be found in strip malls, town center locations. Mm. This is where we find food and beverage, haircutting, massage, fitness, those kinds of businesses. Mm -hmm. We have sophisticated retail, which is going to be sophisticated, like a restaurant or a four-story building or an auto body repair shop, right? Uh, That's going to be much larger in space and inventory. And then we have 
the ones that are flying off the shelves, the home services. Yeah, service-based, yes. Those don't require you to have your name and lights in the same parking lot as Starbucks. So lower investment, rapid break even. I mean, even during the pandemic, people were buying these franchises, going to training and getting open in 30 days. 30 days. So um, it's pretty phenomenal. So the the different categories are also tied to your uh, spend tolerance. And so if someone says, Carrie Ann, I've got, you know, I'm okay to part with 75,000 out of pocket, not to include debt service for the right business, then obviously we're going to target opportunities that are going to fit in that mold because we don't want to get someone super excited about something that's going to cost 3 million, right? Yeah. So that'd be wasting their time. Nobody has time to waste. Right. Right. Okay. There's so much, like, I don't want to get into the gender stuff. We didn't have time for that. Uh, so Carrie, on your website, franchise-logic.com. Someone goes there. What should they click on? What should they look for? You know, um, they should just be able to click and schedule a 15 minute initial free conversation. There is yep. a video that talks nope. about my no story. cost to them. Absolutely free. And by the way, my services are free. So if anyone comes to work with me and we match them up to franchises and we take them on a journey of exploration, help them understand how to conduct proper due diligence on a franchise before they spend any money, make any decisions. All of my services are complimentary. The franchisors use me as a recruiter to help bring them ideal people in the areas that they're looking. So it doesn't get better, any better than free. I mean, you know, honestly. Yeah. Awesome. All right. So uh, again, your website, franchise-logic.com. Carrie Ann Golliver, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, Josh. Pleasure to be here. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag UpMyInfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement.